Burley Boys. This is your recap episode, episode number 22. Uh, the 2022 season is over. That's a lot of 22s in a row. That's a tongue twister. I have Mike Graham here today. Say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> uh, have you done that all three times you've been on? I think uh, at least third. at least two. I don't know if I did it the first time. but um, So we're just going to do, you know, obviously the season's over. We're going to talk about the championship one more time and the poop bowl one more time, just because we, it was fun listening to Chris and his new year's antics last week. But I think, you know, the Hamlin stuff kind of rightly overshadowed everything happening in football. Mm. Luckily, is he officially out of the hospital now? Uh, No, I think I misunderstood uh, or got some bad information. Brett said he was transferred out of the Cincinnati hospital or uh, wherever he was. Yeah. uh, And to a, a hospital at home. So, Oh, that's, that's right. Good. But he is going home. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's good. So best case scenario. Very happy for him. Um, but, you know, it still did kind of, it was the championship week and it definitely kind of dampened, thing, dampened things. Uh, I was listening to some other fantasy podcasts and I think our league in one way was lucky, not lucky for Chris and Pablo in terms of, or myself, I guess, that our matchups were so lopsided that it really, we, we all kind of agreed. We're like, eh, I think we should just call it. Cause I guess a lot of other people, like it was like a mess. Like people were doing all kinds of different things to make their championships fair. Yeah. One of the guys I work with uh, plays in a league. That's like just money. It's just on DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that, he should have lost, but they called that game a wash. Whatever system he was using, they just called that a no contest. And uh, they negated all of the points scored during that game, and he ended up winning by like two points. He won the whole league. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine if it was closer, we would have done... I think I think like the most common thing was to just take um, the players that did not play in that game, you take their Week 18 scores and you add them to week 17 and it's probably what we would have done, but Hey, hopefully we never have to have that scenario again. So it won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Like you said, we're kind of lucky in that. Like there wasn't really any like hope for the teams that did lose. No. <laughs> I mean, especially Chris and Ian, it was like 40 to 140. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But I yeah. So lucky. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about, we'll just like kind of, talk about some final thoughts of the season. Um, And then I'll also go into, I just sent a text earlier with how we're going to decide the 2023 draft this weekend. Sorry. And uh, I think it'll be very fun. I also think it will be more fun to kind of know your draft position earlier. Um, So, and I'm always trying to struggle to find like a good way to like randomly choose a draft order and, the beer pong was fine, but I feel like this is like we're using fantasy football and, you know, we're using like the football that's left. So I think it'll be fun. Um, yeah, I think it sounds fantastic. And, you know, I, I like the beer pong idea, but then I ended up with COVID during the draft and wasn't yeah. able to participate. Even if you get COVID, you can participate in this. True. And, and like, you know, now we have Josh is now far. Josh lives in L.A. now. True. John Mike is in Florida. Pablo. I guess Pablo has like he's like traveling out of state like every weekend this month. Like, God bless him. Um, I after the holidays, I'm like I'm done traveling for a while. Um, but first and foremost, 
I want to talk about the week 18 games, which is a blast. You and I and Brett and your friend Justin went to the Bears game. Thank you. The tickets were great. Even though the Bears were switching between Nathan Peterman and Tim Boyle, <laughs> which was a surprise. And I mean, it was the weird. I think it was one of the weirdest games I've ever seen. No one was certainly, trying. Yeah, certainly did not expect to have as much fun as I did. Um, yeah, we just know, had more drinks. Of, yeah, we were just going into it thinking like, ah, whatever, garbage time game, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole section we were sitting in was all cheering for the Bears to lose and cheering for Houston and Detroit to win. Yeah. Um, so it was a very strange day at Soldier Field. Yep. But we made up for it with, uh, we got a delicious breakfast and then we just kind of kept drinking. And, uh, well, except for Brett, if Reese is listening, Brett only had two beers mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole day. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, but really the best part of it, though, was we left with, what, a minute or two left, and we were walking out of the stadium and down at the main bar at the south entrance on the big TVs, the red, red zone was on, and the, we, like, kind of, I think we had to go to the bathroom, so we were waiting, and then we look up at the screen, and, like, they have the Texans-Colts game on, and we were like, oh, well, oh, Texans are driving. Let's just kind of watch. And then like a crowd started forming around us. And then I don't, I can't that fourth and 20 play by Davis mills across the field through the hands of whatever Chris Summers would know who the defender is. I don't know how he missed that interception for the touchdown. I mean, we all lost our minds. (laughs) Yeah, that was, I never expected to see such a huge reaction yeah, for the Texans mm-hmm. in Chicago. The best part about that whole day, though, was, I mean, every Vikings fan and every Bears fan in that stadium was on the same page. Oh, yeah. There's Everyone a lot of... Um, no one was angry. There's a lot of Green Bay sucks chants going Many. on and FTP, you know, class, it was great. And the Vi- I think some Vikings fans who were either from out of town or like had not really been to Bears games before, like when you go through the tunnels and everyone's just chanting Green Bay sucks, they were all like, Oh, you, you're playing us today, but you just you're still trashing the Packers. That's great. <laughs> yeah, um, we're all on, we're all on the same page on that one. Which I have things to say about the Packers in a second, but I bet you do. Then the fact that Lovey Smith, because he probably knew he was going to get fired anyway, just stuck his middle finger to the Texans' upper brass and was like, "Watch this! I'm going for two now," <laughs> and does it. I think that was the biggest reaction from the crowd the entire day at Soldier Field was that two point conversion. Everyone uh, lost was unbelievable. Their minds. <laughs> it was so good, which I think there is video floating around. Um, so Bears now have the number one pick. I'm nipping this in the butt right freaking now because I'm we're going to hear it until draft day or until polls makes a trade. But Fields is not leaving. In fact, I literally was just before I signed on to record this with you, was listening to his uh, presser, and he straight up said, as Pablo sent, he sent like a text like of what Paul said of, I would have to be completely like wowed, like just blown away for me to even think about not using Fields next year. And they're right. I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he was just like, are we sure Fields is the guy? I'm like, Yes. Like, I just don't understand. I know that his passing wasn't the best in the world, but he had no wide receivers. He had no offensive line. That's what I keep coming back to. 
I mean, like they say, he, he said something in that same presser about like, he's proven himself with his legs and there have mm-hmm. been flashes with his arm, right? There's, there is evidence is true. to say, yeah, absolutely. There's evidence to say that he can throw the ball, right? There's uh, a case to be had for him being the guy, but he has to have someone to throw it to, to, to make that happen. And, you know, Cole Komet has been looking pretty good lately. Last yeah. few weeks, especially, he's been really hot. I don't know if you rewatched his touchdown, like any of the video replays. We couldn't see it from where we were, uh, but he fucking stretched. He yeah. stretched to get that yeah. touchdown. That was uh, no, I, some very good play from him. No, I'm I, I'm excited for Cole. You know, I think Mooney will be back and Claypool will be back. We need a number yep. one. Agreed. But more importantly, we also need an offensive line that isn't letting him like as soon as the ball snap there's a defensive lineman in his face like i don't care who you are it's like the the super bowl with kansas city i'm not comparing fields to mahomes but like that super bowl against tampa bay where mahomes like their offensive linemen were injured and mahomes was just running for his life every play like yeah he made some amazing plays but they didn't look good at all that's the same with fields the fact that there's a stretch of games where fields was scoring over 30 points. What Bears quarterback has ever done that? And he was doing it with nothing. Right. So imagine if there is something. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't even want to hear those things. The only way Justin Fields isn't the guy in my eyes is if he has to keep running the ball for many, many seasons and he just destroys his body by getting hit too many times. Right. Yeah. But that's but- anyone. And like, I, I don't know. I I don't see like he wasn't a runner at Ohio State. He wants to throw the ball. I think he and was, he should be. He was just trying to figure out any way to get the ball down the field, and this Agreed. was a way to do it. And luckily, he's a freaking athlete all star. So, yep, it's pretty much all he can do without no line. Yeah, and so at the beginning of the season, I said I think I think I was talking about with Brett. I think my prediction was like, I was like, it'd be a great season if the Bears had like five ones, because that means five or six. Because I was like, eh, we, we're going to have a losing record, but hopefully that means Fields won some games, he made some progress, and blah, blah, blah. I don't think there's a world where I imagined this. I think what happened with the Bears is maybe the best case scenario besides the fact, besides not making the playoffs and winning a Super Bowl. Fields did make progress. He looks great. He, we, Polls and company, he's the guy. But we also got the number one draft pick. Like if you t- if you were to tell me at the beginning of the season, oh, the Bears have the number one draft pick for the 2023 draft, that tells me that Fields isn't the guy, that he sucks, and that we need to start over again. But somehow... It's he, so clearly he, not the case. We had so many close games against the Eagles, Miami. We Sorry, Ian, we obliterated the Patriots. We had close games with the Vikings, the Lions. Like, yeah, December wasn't that great, but I'm just, you can't tell me that, like, you can't keep going on fields and what? Sure, uh, what's the people's names? CJ Stroud and Young. They could be great. They could be good. But, like, I don't know. I I don't want to hear it. Fields is staying. (laughs) And if he doesn't, I'm going to have to really sit sit down and contemplate if I am going to be, I told Justin Krauss a while ago, a Wisconsin friend that if fields is a bust, I really might finally have to kind of take a step back from the bears because it's been 30 years and it's just really hard. <laughs> now 
of course you're not going to become a Packers fan. I know. No, well. no, but, no, no, but no, what no, would no. be your next team? An AFC team. I don't know which one. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Part of me uh, would want to stay NFC North. No, I don't know if I could. I mean, I would root for the, I, I part of me, I, I always have had a soft spot for the Lions, not just because they're bad and they're like the lovable losers, like the Cubs were before 2016, but I also have a bunch of family in Michigan. My mom is from the Detroit area, so I've always had a soft spot for them. So I wouldn't cheer against them. Yeah, um, I think the Lions would be my uh, my Bears fallback. Yeah, which we can jump into that now of, I know, Joey, everyone is rooting against you. I don't really feel that bad about it. <laughs> and I was going to give you Packers Corner or whatever you're calling it, but you're not here. So uh, we're going to contemplate it. Uh now it's I Bears think, Corner Part 2. So you didn't really watch any of the game. Did you watch any highlights by chance? Uh, a little bit. I saw a big Watson play, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, so in my, opinion, in my opinion, the defense is pretty good and the running game is pretty good. I think they're extremely undisciplined, as seen by Quay Walker getting ejected again for knocking over a medical staff trainer again this season. Classy. Um, they had some other play like and on that same play, a different defensive lineman like elbowed uh was it Jamal Williams or Swift like right in the face, like could have gotten ejected for that. And then you had that weird play with Douglas where they're lining up to kick the field goal and like I think there's a timeout, but Douglas just walked in between the lines and slapped the ball out of their hand. Like I undisciplined, weird bad coaching and Matt LaFleur is like, we're going to stick with Joe Barry. And I'm like, I don't like the Packers. I don't want them to succeed, but I'm like, why? (laughs) What are you guys doing? Um, But even more than that, I thought Rogers kind of looked not that great. Like he, he still makes his Rogers throws and he does some good stuff, but like he's definitely, he lost a touch. He's not the same as the previous, the MVP Rogers we've seen the past two years. Yeah, no, he's different this season for sure. I mean, he's had some games, you know, he's not, he's certainly not like shit tier quarterback by any means, but like, I mean, you said it best, he's not the MVP era Aaron Rodgers that we know and, well, hate. Yeah. Joey loves him, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I respect Rodgers on the field, probably not off the field, but on the field, I respect what he's done. I mean, he's one of the best ever to play the game. Absolutely. But, you look back but, but at also, it. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and but you kind of look back. It's like one Super Bowl. You know, it, it, I think just like I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be mad with all the oh Bears should trade Justin Fields. I'm sure it's gonna be equally annoying for another off season for the Packer fans. Of is Aaron gonna retire or no? Like, yeah, right. So I'm not gonna try to even speculate that. Like. The guy is a closed book. No one knows except him. He needs to go into the woods for Jan- the rest of January and smoke whatever he's smoking. And like, he'll figure it out. So I don't think there's a point in speculating that he has a massive contract. He could come back if he wants to. I also wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't come back or maybe they try to trade him. I don't know. But my gut is telling me, I think if you ask me right now, I think he's coming back. But I, don't I guess I'd probably lean the same way on that. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers probably would want to leave on a good season and he might make a couple more goes at that so that he can. Uh, 
but you know, I don't feel too bad for Packers fans because they're they've been training for this their whole lives. They already no. went through this with Brett Favre. Yeah, you know, they're they're prepared, especially mm-hmm. you know. And Joey grew up in Chicago, so he he also saw it with Michael Jordan. Uh, sure, but I know, I think what they're not I think what they're not prepared for though, if you look online, I think Joey might be Justin Kraus definitely is. But there's going to be plenty of Packer fans who are not ready for if and when Rodgers leaves. It's not easy finding the that quarterback and like similar to, you know, transitioning into I don't have tons to say about the Patriots, but like they're in a similar boat where like the old guard has definitely left New England. Yep. <laughs> um, and they're in this like weird limbo. And they had a great 20 years for the and all power to him. I mean, for the Packers, it's been 30 years. Um, I know it's not a lot of Super Bowls, and Ian's team has a lot more Super Bowls, but and you probably wouldn't trade a second of it. But now it's like the league has changed. The changing of the guard has changed, and, you know, when you get to the top of the mountain, you kind of have to come back down before you can go back up again, <laughs> you know? like yep. Absolutely. So, it's going to be an interesting go for a lot of those fans. And of the Patriots side of it, Belichick, I think, is going to be back. I don't know what you think. I don't know how you keep Matt Patricia or any of those guys. I mean, it was they're like a dumpster fire. Yeah, it did not look good over there. No. That was a dumpster fire of epic proportions. Um, I saw a couple plays from that game, from the Bills-Pats game. And mm-hmm. it looked like they just got fucking stomped. Yeah, well, <laughs> the opening kickoff returned, you know, the Bill. I mean, yeah, the Bills, Devin I Esther think. Style. Yeah, I think the Bills were definitely playing for, you know, they had a lot of emotions on their side. Of the That's ball, true. For sure. Absolutely. Um, on top of it being a division rival, you know, so it was probably double. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't. I guess we'll see what happens with the Packers or the Patriots. I really don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna choose, but uh, you know, do they keep Mac Jones? Do they they have like a lot of weird contracts with tight ends and various people? So we'll see what I happens. Say, I think they keep Mac Jones, but I don't think that's the right decision. They might. I will. I mean, it also, I guess it depends on what happens in the draft. Which, speaking of drafts, True. Chris Summers. If you can get your GM on the phone, I forget where you guys are sitting at number four. I think they're they're pick number four. Um, trade up with the Bears, yeah. Give us uh, multiple first rounds. You know, you can get Stroud or you can get Young, whoever you want. That'd be great because <laughs> uh, that team is more of a dumpster fire. But they need—I don't know what they do either. I mean, they're looking for a new head coach. Um, who's the GM of the Colts? What's his name again? I actually have no idea. Hold on. GM Colts. Chris Ballard, that's right. I mean, he, he probably has one year left if he doesn't get that ship right. Andrew Luck just really... Just yeah, really he really screwed French. them up. <laughs> he, didn't he come out and say something about like regretting the timing of his decision and stuff? Yeah, but whatever. He's got to do what's right for him. Uh, I just listen Colts another franchise and you know Chris became a fan in the Peyton Manning years so it's like 
yeah, you've seen nothing but success. Reality is a cold, cold, hard, whatever you want to call it. Not great. (laughs) (laughs) A cold, hard, not great. Yep. Uh, So anyway, so that's the league stuff. Hopefully, um, my big hope is that we get some fields people. Now, looking at our league, any uh, any like thoughts over the the season as a whole and such like that? Uh, not so much. Um, just kind of what we were talking about earlier. With uh, how I'm grateful that uh, none of our final matchups got too impacted by the Demar Hamlin situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super glad to hear Demar Hamlin's doing okay and seems like you know all his doctors are just saying good things. Um, yeah. Listening to the episode you did with Chris, I got to say, I agree with you. This has been the most fun season yet. Everything's been super close all the way through the end. Um, I'm not even mad that I came in eighth place. I mean, I'm just yeah. excited for next year at this point. Yeah, me too. I wish I could be a little we're gonna know, I'm excited we're going to know the draft order before then because, you know, that does make it feel a little longer. We'll have some some data that we can play with. Yep. Do some yep. mock drafts early. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second because there's other ideas I've been having with it. But um, I would say for me, like if I were to like put notes on like this season, I would say number one. And I I don't have anything. I don't have like notes from the previous seasons to necessarily compare, but it felt like this year more than any year injuries were like a big deal. Um, Absolutely. it, It wrecked Grant's team. It almost wrecked Josh's team, but Josh's team pulled a Cinderella story. Um, I got, I think I would have been even higher if Lamar didn't go out. Um, Chris got, got hit late. Um, Ian was hit with injuries early, but then they came back and kind of saved them. So I think injuries were like the number one thing. Um, and it, and it kind of bleeds into my second point of like the randomness of fantasy football is a fickle bitch. It's, it's like one one week, you're, you you draft the guys that you think are going to be consistent. Not even like the best of the best, although you do want those. But like the people who produce week in and week out. And once once again, like this year, I mean, you look at Joey's team. Sometimes Justin Herbert looks like an all-star. And then other weeks, you know, he looks like a dud. And you don't know what's happening. Um, so yeah, I would say that randomness... And then number three, I think what was more important than a lot of things this year was the matchups. Um, now, the total points scored, let's look. Brett ended with 1641. Uh, Pablo ended with 1685. Josh ended with 1493, Pat Dooley 1703, which I think is the highest. Uh, Joey had 1679, I had 1626, you, Mike, had 1576, Joe T had 1430, Chris had 1370, John Mike had 1465, Ian had 1269, and Grant had 1452. So you can see there's like a few in there. Grant's team did actually end up scoring less than I thought they would. But for the more, most part, like <clears throat> the like top six, you know, you had to basically have 1600 or more to get into the top six, except for Josh. <laughs> um, 
but like Joey's scoring was pretty high. It was higher than Brett. It was almost higher than Pablo. And Joey just got matchup burned. And uh, Josh got matchup lucky, you know? So I think like there, I think this year more than a few of the other years, it really did come down to like who, who you were up against on any given week and like who the players on your team were facing. Sorry, I'm really rambling. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Those are the three things. It was uh, injuries, the randomness of fantasy, which is every year, and then the matchups, I think. Yeah, I uh, I definitely had an interesting season. I mean, halfway through, uh, there was a podcast episode where you guys had me ranked number one in your power rankings. Mm-hmm. I had gotten mm-hmm. like a, over 140 points three weeks in a row, and I ended in eighth place. I'm all the way at the bottom. That is officially yeah. <laughs> shit tier. That is the yeah. top of the shit tier. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it anything can happen, right? And yeah. you just kind of have to roll with it and enjoy it yeah. for what it is. And hope you do better next year. Yep. Um, which, uh, which I think will be more more interesting because I think a lot of people learned a lot from this year. Like Josh actually paid attention more than I think he did in previous years. Pat definitely paid attention more than he did in previous years. I know Chris and Ian learned some things. Uh, you know, for Ian, you know, can't rely necessarily all on uh, <laughs> the teams that you really like all the time. Although next year is Justin Fields a top five pick? I don't know. Maybe could be. Um, so, and then I don't know. For me, it's to I actually tried way less in previous years. I I every single week I would look at like rank like player rankings on various websites and like you know, all this stuff. And this year I really just tried listening to my gut because I think it's like. I know the players, I know the teams, I know the matchups. Just you got to go through God. Cause at the end of the day, no one really knows. <laughs> That's true. If you're looking it up online, you're just going with someone else's gut. Yeah. Like there's no, and I guess those guys have a lot more statistics and they spend all day thinking about it. And I, you know, don't, although Pablo told me that he'll like wake up at four in the morning and like look at fantasy football stuff. So he's kind of crazy. <laughs> Well, paid um, off for him this year. Congratulations, Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought this year, though, like the interactions were, I think, the best they've ever been. The text threads were blowing up. Trades were going off. Thanks mostly to Chris. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was competitive, but not like malicious or anything. So yeah, it was fun. Um, congrats to Pat. Sorry to Chris. We'll figure out Chris's date. Uh Pat, Pablo, and Brett, your payment is coming. I'm going to, if for those who are there, I know Pablo won't be, I'll probably just send Pablo money via Zelle or whatever. Um, but Brett, I think, which I think can be an option for the rest of the time our league is in existence. The third place, you know, you get your money back, and Brett just opted to just, that's my payment for next year instead of him getting anything. So, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then I think Pat Dooley is coming to the party, so I'm going to hand him cash in person. And a trophy, which I'd like to remind Grant that we get to add something to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You Let's make these trophies weird. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, so 
please uh grant add whatever and mike you can add whatever and i mean within reason like i don't want to i don't want to you know well you know i was gonna say like don't stick a dildo on it but i don't know maybe that could be funny that was i i will say that was literally my first thought and then i realized that would be everyone's first thought (laughs) so i'm gonna try a little harder than that but i still i'm not exactly sure what i'm gonna do yet yeah that's fair well, you have four more days or yeah, whatever it is. Figure it's it out quick. Tuesday, I think. Um, which uh, I'll say some more details about the party in a second. Um, okay, so speaking of that, for 2023, we I sent it in a text earlier. We will be deciding our draft order this weekend via two ways uh, combined. Number one, be a fan duel, which you can sign up for. It should be free. Just sign up. Click the link. <clears throat> Everyone will be setting a one-day lineup. There are four teams to choose from. You get to choose... It's... Uh, what are the four games? It's Jacksonville, Chargers, and... Is it Bengals and Ravens? It might be Bengals Ravens. Yeah, Bengals Ravens, I think. Um but anyway, so you in the in the FanDuel app, you have a sixty thousand dollar budget. Better players cost more. You have to fill out a QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a defense, and a kicker? Is there a kicker too? Uh no kicker. Flex and okay, defense. Okay, no kicker. So flex and defense. Um Obviously, the better the player, the more they'll cost. I don't know what the costs are. Um, it it but... is not Ravens, Bengals. I'm sorry. It's Seahawks and 49ers. Oh, yeah. Seahawks, 49ers. Right. So you get to choose players from those four teams. So some people, you know, might choose Brock Purdy. Others will choose, um, I'm already blanking, Justin Herbert, whoever. And there will be repeats. You know, some people might have the exact same team. Other people might, you know, have one player off. But basically, you're gonna everyone's gonna set their lineups. You have until the kickoff start. Um, I do think I have late swapums open, so you can swap. Like, if the 49ers game hasn't started yet, and you last second decide you want to switch, you can switch that. Um, but once those start, whoever has the most points gets pick number one, and so on down the line in order of the amount of points you scored. For everyone that ties. Um, exactly, which I think it goes to decimals. So hopefully there's not too much tying, but I'm sure there might be a couple ties because there's 12 of us and there's only four teams. Um, then the tiebreaker will be in the pickums, which I sent a Google survey. Basically, you're going to write for, and this goes for the entire weekend. So if there's a tiebreaker, we won't know the results until Monday night when the Cowboys and Bucks whoever it is, play. That's correct, I think. Yeah. Um, And what you're going to do is you're going to go to that Google survey. You will pick who you think is going to win each matchup and then put a number one, two, three, four, five, or six after your pick. Um, If your pick is correct, you know, let's say you you choose the Bengals to win and you put a six next to them, then you'd get six points. It's a confidence pool. So the more confident you are, I would put the higher number next to that team. The less confident you are, put a lower number next to them. You will total up the points um, of the teams that you picked correct, and that will be the tiebreaker. 
if there's a tie after that, which I really hope there's not, <laughs> um, then we'll flip a coin or something. Um, now, just to clarify something, I sent a text about this earlier. You'll add up the points. So if you say, you know, Bengals and you're feeling super confident and you bet six, mm-hmm. if the Bengals win, you add six to your pool, right? If mm-hmm. the Bengals lose, do you remove six? Do you I don't think so. Points? I think it's just... Uh, I think you have to because otherwise... Sorry, we can talk about this later. This isn't podcast material, but I think you have to. No, I mean, it's, it's something to... Well, because you could just put six on everything if there's no consequence of being... No, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. I, I said in the thing, you can only put one number once. Oh, shit. Okay. One I time. Gotta, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. redo that then. I misunderstood. Well, and actually, let me be... So there's six games this weekend, uh, and you have to put one, two, three, four, five, or six next to the team, but you can only select each number one time so if you're super confident in the Bengals, you put the six next to them five next to 49ers and so on and so forth you can't put two sixes you can't put two ones so i don't think we need to do any subtracting it's just if you're you're wrong if you're wrong it's zero points yep Um, i just very much misunderstood how that worked no it's all good and if someone messes that up i'll text them and i'll have them redo it um but yeah the one two three four five six you only get to Get, use each of those numbers one time. Um, otherwise, yeah, that could be broken. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So <clears throat> I thought it would just be fun kind of to like a lot of us, which I think there's going to be a decent turnout. You know, we're going to hang out. I'm going to ha- hand out awards at the party. Um, I'm going to make a vegetarian chili. Because I think I think Grant is vegetarian. Um, and then a couple of football snacks. If other people want to bring football appetizers or just chips and dip or salsa or whatever and booze, please bring booze, bring whatever you like to drink booze. Um, and then I was like, oh, well, we can even make this more intense if we all are playing for something. So we'll be playing some fantasy and one day fantasy and then pickums, And so it should be fun. That was a great um, idea. And then everyone will know their draft order. And I was contemplating, I don't think it's really possible unless we were a keeper dynasty league, which we can discuss this off season. Um, I don't not I don't, I don't know about dynasty. I think it's just a little too much. Like if there's like a smaller group of us that are really hardcore into this, maybe we could make a separate dynasty. But I think like for the 12 of us, like it's a little, this is, this is plenty. I agree. Um, the only other thing was like a keeper league where at the end of the season, you get to choose one or two or however many players we would choose from your roster and you keep them for the next season. And then you could start doing things like trading draft picks and all that type of thing. But then really to trade draft picks, you really should do the NFL style where at the end of the season, whoever's in last place gets the first pick and so on down the line, the reverse order. Um, so I don't know. It's something to discuss, but I think this is fine for now. Um, and maybe if next, the next season we want to like talk about switching, then we can, but I think doing one more of this, everyone can kind of get their bearings really, really pat down. And I don't know. We talked about it. Like also just the randomization every single year, I think is kind of fun. Yeah. I'm with you. I think the fact that we're not a dynasty or a keeper league, uh, you know, it's gonna. It, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we have to redraft a whole team anyway. So 
it's okay that it's random or decided by an unrelated skill game of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if people have questions uh, pre- prior to this weekend for that drafting thing for the either FanDuel or the Google survey that I sent out, just let me know. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. If people don't fill it out, then uh, you will be left to a lower draft pick because <laughs> you didn't pay attention. And I mean, I'm going to text one more time to make sure everyone... and before Friday and on Saturday, I'll check to make sure everyone's done it. But if you don't fill it out in time, then you get a low draft pick and sorry. Um, so yeah. All right. Do we want to announce is... any of our playoff picks or anything, or do we want to save that? Cause we're all kind of gambling on it for the pickums. Mm. I think we should hold off on our, this weekend's picks, but I think we could at least do, Super Bowl picks. I was going to say the same thing. Like Super Bowl picks. I mean, yeah, I think we could do Super Bowl picks because I do have one upset this weekend for sure. Um. Oh, I yeah, I have a couple. Yeah, but um, I am very happy with the the playoff the playoff picture this this year. Although I would take two, I would trade out. No, I don't know. On the Bill Simmons podcast, they were saying they would have traded out Miami for Pittsburgh instead, um, which is probably true. But yeah. I don't know. Miami's kind of fun to watch. But Tua's also had three concussions, and he probably shouldn't be playing football. So yeah, I mean that's the bigger <laughs> concern is is yeah. that man okay? Yeah. Um, but on the NFC side, I really wish it was the Lions in there. Like I do too, really man. bad. Like the Seahawks are so boring. Who cares? I agree. Um, Lame. Should have been the Lions. And I know that Joey's probably saying Packers, but even them, I don't know. I like. I just don't see. I didn't see the Packers making it very far. Not um, this year. And I don't. You know. And honestly, I don't even know if the Lions would have made it very far. But I think they would have been way more fun to watch. No, that's offense, the thing. Joey. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the Lions would have would have gone anywhere with it. I definitely think the Packers are overall a better team this year, but I would have liked to see the Lions have a run at it. Yeah. Which, because who who are the Seahawks playing? Is it the 49ers? Yes. Yeah, see? Lions, 49ers? Come on. That's way more entertaining. Way more. Um, instead, we have to Even watch no, Smith. Yeah, no Jimmy G, though. No, but Brock Purdy is 6-0. and who's, Yeah, Brock who's, Purdy's looking pretty good. Who, who's Trey Lance? If Brock right. Purdy wins, if Brock Purdy wins the playoff game, even if Jimmy G is healthy, like I don't do just go I was going to say hand? Jimmy Jimmy G should be afraid for his job right now. I think Brock yeah. Purdy's got a shot at it. Well, I saw a rumor today that uh, Raiders are in definite talks with Tom Brady and Jimmy G. <laughs> so no shit, that would be I awesome. Mean, Josh McDaniels is the coach, so I guess it kind of makes sense. I would love to see Tom Brady on the Raiders. That that might be the funniest thing I've ever heard. I know. Well, Vegas. I just don't think he'd go there because of his kids. I, I think they're still in the Northeast, and he'd be even farther than he already is. And that would be probably the only thing that keeps him away. But we'll see. Fair I, who enough. knows? Yeah. Um, we'll find out. So uh, yeah, you got, I, a, you got a Super Bowl call? Uh, I, I'm. I my hope. 
So on the my NFC pick is is a hundred percent the 49ers. Sorry, Joey, again. <laughs> uh I just I think they're really fun. Brock Purdy is fun. I had Christian McCaffrey on my team this year, and he's great. I just think they're and their defense is freaking great. I just think they're a really good football team. Um and the only question mark is Brock Purdy, but if Brock Purdy does start to falter and Jimmy G is back, throw Jimmy in there. Who's be- I, I still don't know who in the NFC is gonna beat them. Like the Vikings? No. I was I was gonna say I was gonna <laughs> jokingly say that the Vikings were my NFC pick, but I can't even get through that sentence. No. Oh boy. It's Sorry. No. Maryland. All right. oh, that's all right. Dogs are always allowed to interrupt podcasts. Um Sorry. So yeah, 49ers and then I'm I'm stuck between the Bengals and the Bills. I, I don't know. I think the Bengals have a very real shot, but I'm going to say the Bills for AFC. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, Eagles for NFC. Ooh. Yeah, I, I always keep forgetting about the Eagles. The Eagles could absolutely, because I think Jalen's back. He is. Um, and he looks good for having not played football in a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, 49ers, Eagles, NFC Championship. And we got a real know. season going here. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to be interesting. Hold on. What is the what is the sorry I'm looking at the playoff picture bracket I should have searched bracket is it possible for the Bengals and Bills to end up I think it depends on some things yeah it depends because that would be cool. But the Chiefs also, I don't know, the AFC is really hard. I think it's between the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. Um, Chiefs I look so really freaking good, so I don't know. Um, and then I think Philadelphia and San Francisco are on the other side. So that will be cool. It, what's So your, yours is Eagles, Bills? Yeah, I'm going to say Eagles, Bills. I think I'm going to go officially San Francisco, Bills. All right. So there we go. All right. You heard it here. You have uh, you have any other fo- last uh, thoughts? 2022 season in the books. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. Just uh, thanks to everyone who played. It was super fun. And I hope you all come back next year. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Even though we're deciding the draft order this Saturday, if for whatever reason people need to or want to drop out later on totally fine um but hopefully everyone comes back um so yeah a little shorter episode but that's okay i will uh thank you mike for coming on yeah of course uh, thanks for and, having me. uh we will uh see everyone who can on saturday i will do probably a discord stream or something for those who are out of town and want to see the awards part um so yeah all right Thank you, Mike, and uh, see you all next time.